So many things are hurting in our ears as a whirling. Need to discuss some things between us. Talking in a weird wonderland. Let's have a chat, some conversation. Make some points and observations. Suggest we find fun to find. Talking in a weird wonderland. In a bedroom, we'll record a podcast. Broadcast it for listeners to hear. They'll say, oh my god, the show is awesome. I can't wait for the next one to appear. So let's begin with our session. Pick a theme for progression. We can chat on freight in this digital age. Talking in a weird wonderland. Talking in a weird wonderland. Talking in a weird wonderland. Hello. Hello. And welcome to our show. I'm Chris. And I'm Josh. And this is our podcast. Talking in a weird wonderland. So, in this episode, we want to talk about health and well-being. So, what does that mean for you, Josh? Um, in what way? Like, well, I mean, health and... Obviously, this I is going to be a very interesting and unhealthy conversation. A very badly <laughs> conversation. Because we're um, not healthy. We're not... I don't know, do you, you feel unhealthy? I feel like I'm healthy, but I don't feel like I'm in a state of good well-being. I feel... I think I'm healthy. I'm not fit. That's what I'm getting confused with. I'm not fit. I'm healthy. Like, I'm not ill. Um, I'm currently not hungover. Which is always good. It's generally a good thing, but very rare for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, with regards to well-being, I don't know. I suppose I'm... Like, I think health, like... Obviously, it covers everything. To be healthy, I'd say that's more... In my mind, it's, like, physical, generally, with, obviously, mental health included. But I'd say mental health, to me, comes more into, like, my well-being. Because I feel like it's more emotional and mental. I feel like health and well-being is basically what you're putting into your body and how your body physically feels, Ooh. both mentally and physically. So, physically, I feel healthy. I don't feel unwell. I'd feel fine. Um, mentally, I think I'm healthy as well at the moment. So, yeah, I feel I feel okay at the moment. Which do you think is more important? Like, I don't think you your can physical health or your mental health. I don't think you can jeopardize either one because I think they're equally as important. You're yeah. when you're physically unwell, you you mentally become unhappy, and also when you're mentally unhappy, it has a physical effect on your body. Like. Yeah. I always get really, like, run down and ill if I'm really miserable. And if I, if I don't take care of my body whilst that, I won't, I won't start to feel better. Cause That's a good point, actually. Like, I would have probably said that my mental health I would always prioritise because I feel like you can be physically ill or you can have something the matter with you, your health, but you can feel mentally able to cope with it and like able to get through it yes but that makes sense with well-being like it's not about i don't think it's going to be just about that i think it's like whether you're happy because you're never happy when i've never known you be ill and happy 
No. You're usually ill and so is the rest of the world suffering. No, <laughs> they're suffering because I'm miserable. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'd say well-being to me as well is that thing of actively going out of your way to have a healthy lifestyle. I think that's what it is to me. But I think to have a state of well-being is really good. Um, for example, like, say if you were to go on a diet I don't agree with people that um, say oh I'm going to diet I'm going to start dieting soon just do it include it in your routine don't plot it just get on with it and do it it's like people that need want to go on exercise and they're like oh, I'm going to start going to the gym or go for a run and I'm like why are you talking about this why aren't you already just doing it I I do that with people sometimes if I'm like wanting to do a diet but that's mostly because I want to feel the pressure from others so oh that's interesting yeah because like last time I went on a diet in you know 1712 um you're 918 years old shh don't tell everybody. <laughs> so back in seventeen twelve, um, <laughs> last time I went on the plague. <laughs> last time I went on a diet was mostly because of the plague. It was in all the food. It mm. wasn't. That's that's bullcrap. But famine's great. Uh, um, but <laughs> so, so, sh- stop distracting me. I'm trying to tell a tale. <laughs> but um, whenever I when I did, I tried to do it without telling anyone. I tried to just do it, and I found it so difficult because it was me just relying on my own motivation and then I mm. suddenly added in to the fact of like friends I was like oh I'm doing this diet told them all about it no one was really interested when I was telling them they just sat there nodded and smiled politely but I knew from that exchange next time I saw them they would ask me about it oh, and then yeah. so rather than and obviously you know me I don't lie so That's true. Because you, I ca- you nearly I, vomited on that homeless man that time. I did nearly vomit on a homeless man because I lied. That was the last actual lie I've told. Yeah. And that was that was over a year ago. That's but bad. Because I don't lie, and I, I cannot lie to a direct question, I find it very difficult to avoid them. But um, I knew my friends would be like, how's your diet? And I'd be like, I couldn't just go, oh, look, a distraction. Uh, <laughs> so there's a pigeon I tell, to dip in cheese and eat so I found it easier for me knowing that I was I had an extra pressure out, external from my own self and we, my, my own willpower um, and the diet went really well I lost no weight because I didn't have any weight back then to lose <laughs> um, but I did it to feel healthier because I was eating a lot of junk food back then yeah see that's one thing like with my weight I feel actually quite happy about it now because um, I used to be a lot lighter when I was younger and really quite skinny and bony it just made me I don't know neither it wasn't at the time as well due to dieting or anything I just I probably wasn't getting any nutrients that was allowing my body to absorb it and actually be healthy whereas now it's like i eat a lot of vegetables i i do eat a lot of like pastas and stuff but equally it's i mean i'm vegetarian and it's like i don't get except for like cheese or things like that i'm not really getting 
the same sort of fats and things. Well, to be fair, whenever you do make pastas, they are delicious, and you make your own pesto out of the basils and stuff, and then your own grown herbs. Yeah, and I don't put that much oil in things and fats in my cooking, so... Oils and fats are good for you, but the amount that you put in is in moderation. Like, they're not unhealthy. I mean, they're full of carbs, but... A lot of things. I mean, the takeouts I enjoy mm. oh so much are full of carbs, and so were those biscuits. Those oh my biscuits. god, those lavender shortbreads I made. Oh, they okay, were so they, good. They were naughty, but again, in moderation, they're delicious and I, a treat. For that the record, is, I did not eat them in moderation. I devoured most of them. That makes me kind of happy hours. knowing that they were good because I tried to make soup earlier in the day and soup is very easy to make and I completely fudged that up. Yeah, so. speaking of health, I think you made me incredibly ill. Like, Oh, I was ill. It was it, it was, was horrendous. It was bad. You were oh. very upset though. Like, I, I didn't know how to tell you at the time that it was really horrible. So I did sit there and continue to eat it. And it looked up like until the <laughs> It was like the homeless man all so, over again. At one this point, is delicious. <laughs> you like filled it with like beetroot and bulgur wheat, and I can't stand the flavour of either of those I don't know things. What so I was doing. So I, I confused. you were really stressed the other day, so that's fine. But um, like it was, I I was just sat there, and like you looked so hurt when I when I when you saw my face. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm fine. I'm just watching telly. And then I just... Important time, my vomit. Yeah, literally, like, I felt so unwell. I didn't eat anything for the rest of the day until... until you came up with the biscuits. And then I was like, oh my God, something tasty. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the thing. For me, I wouldn't necessarily diet, but I'd eat more in moderation. At work, I will have, like, a proper like dirty breakfast but then I won't have dinner or I won't eat I'm not sure that's eating in moderation I think that's oh. just skipping yeah, meals because you're busy skipping meals partly because you're busy and partly because you feel guilty for you the morning you feel really really guilty <laughs> yeah or I'll walk home slightly faster so that my heartbeat goes a little higher than normal what's trying so to beat I, the cholesterol yeah <laughs> My heart's just trying to kick the fat off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But then Screw you, cholesterol. I'm but going to power can, walk. Yeah, but then again, it's that thing of like you I I do actually love those treats. Well I say treats, but those like naughty things that you do that you know are bad for you, but they do make you feel better. Like cake, biscuits. I smoke, I don't drink, but I do smoke. However, it's wine for me. Yeah, but then it's like, but okay, so people quite often say to me, like, why do you smoke? You'd be so much happier if you didn't. You'd have more money. And it's like, well, I probably will quit soon. And I know I have the, like, the ability to quit when I want to. But for me, whether it's at work or in social situations, because like we said in the last podcast, I'm quite introverted and I'm not that comfortable being around people for long periods of time. I smoke for those five minutes and for me, they allow me the space outside of a situation or away from people that I can then almost like recharge my batteries. And I have like in the past and even sometimes now, I'll put like my headphones in and try and do like a meditation rather than smoking and that does work but I think 
the thing with smoking is it is an addictive thing to do and when you miss it it's that thing of like your brain does think oh you've done something different here and it does make you a little weird so oh well I speaking of addiction in smoking hard in in um in an attempt to make myself more healthy i gave up coffee didn't i about six oh months God, ago yeah and that went so well the beginning oh it no haunted i like, called my doctor because i had like the worst headache i was sweaty i thought i had the flu i thought i was dying i thought i had polio or something <laughs> but um i, I called the doctor that. and they literally just went you've got withdrawal symptoms and i literally this is my exact words to the doctor but I'm not on any drugs. <laughs> and then he was like, how much coffee do you have a day? And you were like, 19 cups. Well, what they said, <laughs> I didn't have 19 cups. That's an exaggeration. Yeah, that is so an exaggeration. So what it was, I was working in an office at the time. I was working for a big, big company, big office, lots of hours. There was a lot of overtime at the time. Um, of you tax year to end, stay awake. and I needed to basically still survive. And I got into the habit of drinking like ten to fifteen cups of coffee a day, and oh, it's nineteen. Oh, <laughs> don't make it sound worse than it already is. No. Um, and then I I became so addicted to it that it wasn't having as much effect on me anymore. And mm. then I realised I had like I kept getting headaches. And then I figured I wasn't drinking any water. I was just drinking coffee. So I was like, no, do you know what? I'm going to give this up. Oh, my God. The first two weeks was hell. I felt so tired. I couldn't stop yawning. And my, I was in customer service. I was, like, talking to people about you that. You actually ended up physically ill. You ended up... It was... I had to take time off work because I had a migraine so bad I couldn't actually stand up because I got up one morning to go in the shower my head was so bad you'd just gone to work and I was like okay gotta get up got in the shower and I fell to my knees and just vomited all over myself in the shower it was really nasty like the migraine was so bad Um, but after two weeks I it faded and now I must admit I've never felt more you seem a lot more awake now and a lot more tuned in and i think karma as well definitely yeah and that is caffeine like that is what it does do to you is it does mess with your system and because it's so widely available like alcohol and cigarettes we don't see the negativity like almost well it's like in coca-cola and stuff like yeah. i've had to cut back on any sort of fizzy drinks if i do anything not that i drink mm. fizzy drinks very often but like i have to have like coke zero or whatever it's called mm. with no caffeine um i don't like coke i really don't no. um but if i did it would be because even the little i think i had a bit of your dr pepper once and it literally made me feel like i was like high as a kite i didn't like it <laughs> and then i realized quite how addictive caffeine is but i gave that up to feel healthier and better within myself and i definitely do yeah definitely and having decaffeinated it's like we were saying earlier actually it's like um i want to say plagiarize but it's not that word it's placebo like the placebo the placebo effect and it's like because you're still drinking that coffee taste and you're still doing that routine of making a coffee but it's like um you're just not getting the caffeine and it's i i think it's quite similar to e-cigarettes and smoking e-cigs however they do still have nicotine in and also with a cigarette it burns out to the end and then you either have to have another one or which you wouldn't do i don't find that 
Whereas vaping, you can carry on. I've seen people sit there for like three or four hours straight smoking them and being like, oh my God, how many cigarettes would you have smoked in that time? Or would you be able to smoke for that amount of time? Because that that's the thing, they're disgusting. getting they're getting a massive, massive influx mm. of nicotine, but none of the other chemicals that make you realize that you need to slow down. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know, I, d- I don't like vaping. Mm. I've, I tried it a long time ago. I didn't enjoy it. Um, I enjoy a cigarette the same way I enjoy a glass of wine. I think we just need to quit. What, smoking? Yeah, I think let's let's do it soon. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah. I'll quit when I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Um, I'd like to be able to just have one every now and then. That's not quitting. That's, that's basically just making it longer between cigarettes. Yeah, which I'd be fine with because I wouldn't feel the pressure to say oh, I've quit smoking. If someone said to me, would you like one? If you quit smoking, you have to quit vaping. That's fine. Are you grateful for our health services in the UK? Oh, now that's a, that's a mildly political question. I like yeah. this. Do we actually want to go into this or is it oh, too heavy? I mean, we don't have to stay on it. I'm, in short, I'm very grateful for what we have and the people we have. Um, the supporters and providers with a really good service i think it could be a hell of a lot better and i think a lot of people would say that but equally i think that you've got to accept it's there are humans providing a service and there's only so much they can do for a massive massive number of people yeah and with things like the budget cuts and stuff they're struggling like half of the nhs is likely to be privatized in the next 15 years that's scary yeah i mean like a lot of it's privatized anyway like i go i went to see a chiropractor that was all private you can't get those on the nhs i don't think but i was listening to something the other day and it was said like i don't know in the uk if we have to pay for ambulances but there was someone saying i think it was another podcast they were saying they'd paid 1500 pounds for an ambulance and that was in america oh yeah um, in america in america you have to pay for absolutely everything so my one of my old friends in america when she had her first son the bill racked up including the ambulance to about ninety thousand dollars how the hell it cost her ninety thousand dollars to have her son even though is her son's probably going to cost her that? twice that, any uh, like half of that anyway, for the next ten years of his life. Do they have to pay that, or can they like ignore? So it's on their. Like I think it goes on their health. In, it's on their health insurance. So you have to pay into your health insurance. Uh, they pay that, okay, but then you you sense. have to pay it. You literally have to pay it back. Yeah, it is insane. Like I am just glad that we do not have a system like that because that would be crap. Mm. It's like waiting lists and stuff, but. Then again, it's, I mean, it's not every day you hear someone say uh, the job title is like a heart surgeon or something like that. And there's only so many of them. Mm. And yeah, there may be waiting lists, but at least we have that now. At least you, 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 if waiting, waiting like a couple of months to get some treatment that you really need um, for something that's not too serious is fine in comparison to the thousands and thousands it would cost uh, in other countries to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
I, I got a friend who had cancer and they dealt with that as fast as possible like yeah. they, if it's like life threatening or it's serious like serious serious and you mm. can't live with it they will do something as quick as possible oh, oh, oh I've got a really good point so like with you I know I joke and I call you a hypochondriac sometimes um, but in think? all seriousness I fully respect it because you actually go to a doctor. If you feel like there's something wrong with you, you go, regardless of how serious other people think it is, you go to a doctor. It's not wasting their time. If anything, you're putting yourself first and you're saying, I need this looked at. And there's been some occasions where it's been a case of, oh, well, I could have probably fixed that myself. And then there's been others where they've actually helped you. And whereas me, I put things off to the point where I once remember getting in the car to go to work and my appendix had burst and I refused to accept that it was my appendix and I was just like oh I'll just take some Rennies it's probably some really bad indigestion and then I couldn't actually drive and four hours later my appendix was being removed from my body because it had exploded so yeah that's insane. I wouldn't even let it get that far. No, I'm. I learned from a very young age that um, basically you you need to make sure that you are taking the best care of yourself. And unfortunately, I can't diagnose myself if I suddenly become ill with something that I've never had before or I'm unaware of. So I will call a doctor. I will go see a doctor, mm. and I will get that sorted as soon as possible because I don't like being ill. No, I think one thing that. I remember with my appendix situation was, I remember the company that employed me at the time, they wanted me to actually go back to work the next week. They, they, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I don't think they, employers care. No, they don't. And and a seats. lot of them don't, but there are some great people out there that actually do respect you as a human being enough to say, oh, you need a mental health day or you need a physical health week or whatever just I think they're becoming we a will thing. help you get the support you need and I think now that especially mental health being talked about more I find it really important to talk about it um, I think that now people are actually getting listened to and getting the help that they need yeah, I agree with that I think that's a very valid point and I think the fact that there is more there is less stigma on mental health, mm. especially in men. Um, yeah. Like, the men are now more open to saying that they're not feeling okay, which is amazing. Because I they, they can actually get came help. If to me and cried, I would have more respect for him than... If he was to act like nothing was wrong. Yeah. And basically, like, yeah. just... It, it internally changes a person if you do not deal with a situation because you can help them well, it's well a, you don't even need to help them it's just having someone to listen helps everybody anyway we yeah. said that in the last one didn't we yeah. it's, like, it's always nice to listen um, um, would you change anything now to benefit your future health and well-being well, when you say change would you can I can I just magic something or do you mean change something as in like what I'm doing like my bad habits okay I will give you one wish and one change so I would stop smoking to change yeah that's fine I could give that up and maybe drink a little bit less because I like my red wine <laughs> um, and my wish would probably be 
for my spine to be just back to how it was before it got damaged. Yeah. Like my 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 back. So for the listeners, I damaged my spine when I was fourteen years old, and um, since then I've been having problems with it. Like I was in agony for years, and then I went to see a chiropractor called Reese. He's amazing at the Bristol Chiropractic Centre. They were. He's uh, fabulous. They and it was a, it was perfect. Oh, he's a beautiful man. He knows that. I um, know. <laughs> um, I hope he doesn't listen to this. I hope he does. <laughs> but um, he he something might come of it. He literally he fixed my back. But I, you know, with things changing, I don't always. I can't always afford to go. It's expensive. It's not on NHS. But um, if I can't afford to go, like I miss it. Like I get problems, like in my shoulders, mm. in my neck. I start to feel like things going wrong on my body again so if I had a wish I'd wish that my spine was never damaged I wish it was just fine yeah what about you what would you um change I think I would probably likewise I would quit smoking it's not because I want to quit smoking but I would like to not smell of cigarettes sometimes and I would like to not feel a need to smoke yeah, because I th- I, it does annoy me a bit as a habit. Um, and as, yeah, I think that would probably be my wish one, but I think that I will actually probably sometime next month just, I mean, I'm saying I'm completely contradicting what I said before, where I should just do it rather than say I'm going to do it. But I will do it. I've Yeah, that's it. I'm going to do it. Okay. But it probably will be from September, so... Maybe do it for your birthday. Oh, yeah, from 26, because I've had that quarter of my life to be stupid. When are you going to live to 100 years old? I might do. You never know. (laughs) Why would you want to? Have you seen anyone who's 100? My mum works with them. They they are not... Oh, no, I do not want to... They are not comfortable people. I do not want to end up in... Oh, you get to go to God, the Queen's dinner, though. Oh, she'd be now. dead by then, anyway. Mm, yeah, she'd be gone. So Yeah, I feel like we've covered quite a few different points with health and well-being. We've had another organic ramble session. Yeah, I think if there was a concluding statement on or something you'd give us advice, Chris, what would it be? Advice? To, give up coffee. Yeah. Like, don't do it when you've got little work on. Like, if you ever find yourself with, like, two weeks... I don't know if you're a teacher and you got the six week holidays or something, try, cut back a lot and then just give it up. I think I did it, I did it for my mum. I told her to give up caffeine uh, about a year ago and that was because she was getting a lot of migraines and she was struggling, she was always tired. And now, like, despite the other health problems that she may have, she's no longer as tired, she doesn't drink caffeine, and um, she doesn't get the migraines that she used to get. So I would I would say give up coffee. What about yeah. you? Any parting um, words of wisdom, Mr. Ruffley? Mine would probably be that if you have a level of normality that you feel in yourself, in like a case of like health and like your physical mental being well like a balance yeah like a balance like like an internal mental physical yes let's say if you feel you have a stage in which you feel good and you feel normal if you ever slip or 
feel yourself not being at that level, go to a doctor or talk to someone and get the support you need. Seek and advice and seek, seek advice and talk to friends and because I, I do think that communicating issues and getting things dealt with early is much better than leaving them. Well, I mean, like, in an office, like, what's the first thing people say if they don't feel great? Oh, my God, I feel so tired. Oh, my God, I feel so ill. But they will instantly feel better for that. And you you then get to go, oh, my God, so am I. I am so tired. And then you're like, and then you're like, (laughs) oh, my God, I feel better now. Yeah. And it's nice to just get that out of the way. So, yeah, no, always talk to someone if you are genuinely feeling unwell or mentally unbalanced. Talk to someone contact a doctor or if you've already got some some things that help you with that just do those or just be aware of your own body i think that's yeah. a really good thing what are we going to be talking about next um i was thinking our next episode could be based on feelings okay well i'm fun. okay with feelings or anything i like really. the idea of talking about feelings it could be fun it could be interesting definitely yeah. Yeah, All right, let's do feelings. So okay. we'll be talking about feelings next time. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and like us on Facebook. If you have anything that you want to add for the next episode on feelings, just Get give us, send, us yeah, send us a message, um, a direct message, or post on the wall if you can post on the wall. I don't know how that works. You deal with that. Yeah, we'll work it out. <laughs> um, just get in touch with us, and we will maybe maybe be able to bring it up in the conversation. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.